This is a podcast from Rover. This podcast definitely contains pretty full-on and honest sharing of all the juicy details of what a sexologist in training gets up to. Stop doing that, touch my boobies! So, if you're easily shocked, grossed out, or just don't want that stuff in your ears... Like the clitoris is a T-Rex! Yeah! Then check out another podcast from Rover. Then turn this off and have a wee lie down instead. The Trainee Sexologist. Two mates, one mum, and a lot of firsts. Kia ora everybody and welcome along to Trainee Sexologist, where we follow the journey of my best friend, Morgan Penn, who has left her job in radio after 15 years to become a sexologist. And I uh, just come along on the road as Sharon, her friend <laughs> that has to hear all the stories. Sometimes I like them and sometimes I'm terrified. But we are, we're building up to a big moment, Morgs. Mm. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to be really peppy here. Um, so full disclosure, it is the day before Morgan heads off to Byron Bay. And in Byron Bay, she's going to be meeting up with everybody that's doing the same course as her. They're going to be doing a whole lot of study stuff. And Morgan's really scared about going on this trip. So we need, let's let's like break this down. Like what's going through your mind right now? <sighs> I guess I'm, yeah, I'm terrified. Like, wow. Yeah, it's all coming up. Um yeah, I've been waiting for this. It's been like two months of like doing all my work here, but remotely, you know, and just doing online courses and meeting my tutors online and classmates. But now it's real and I have to go through with everything. And there's a lot of things that have pushed my boundaries just within the study already. Mm. Um, and you know, got me to my edge, like my absolute edge. I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know, it doesn't feel right. But to pass, I have to go and do this. And I get it. Like the clients that I'm going to be seeing in the real world, I have to know exactly what it's going to be like. And I really believe to do the transformative work that this kind of sexology does, you have to be stripped bare and raw and to make change, to be ready to evolve. And I just know that I need to do that as well. And it's really hard. And it's, you know, it's two weeks nonstop on a retreat. We like you're sleeping over. You don't even get to like escape and have your own sort of space or home comforts. And wow, I actually didn't realize how much I was. Like, <laughs> so my best well, friend. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, like, it's a big thing. Like, mm. and also... The thing that like concerns you about this course is that you know like in this, if there's things in the course that you don't want to do, you don't have to do them. Like if you get there and there's and there's stuff that makes you super uncomfortable, don't do it. Yeah, because then that could end up like emotionally or you know scarring you in a way. Totally. And it's just not worth getting a tick on a certificate. Yes, it's exactly right. And thank you. Like I kind of needed to have that reaffirmed back to me, even though I innately know that you know. Mm. And I but I've got full trust and faith in my tutors like they're nothing but supportive and they always are talking about consent and boundaries and so I know you know I know that that will translate into the real world while I'm there I guess I feel like a bit of a baby in terms of the court like students on my course as well Mm. like they're all most of them are older than me there are sex workers people that are way more in tune with their bodies and touching people's bodies and so I almost because we have to, you know how I've said we submit our assignments and we all get mm. to read each other's assignments. I'm always quite often like, oh, I'm probably more of the reserved one in terms of like explorative stuff or sharing of information. So I am a bit scared that I am going to look a bit like a prude, you know? 
But the thing is, is it's not about being a prude. Like, it's just about what you're comfortable with. Like, mm. people have different levels of comfort. Like, clearly somebody who used to be a sex worker is going to be way more comfortable doing sexual stuff yes. than somebody who's just come out of working in radio integration. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, somebody's yeah. literally had sex for a living and done whatever somebody asked them to do for money. Mm. They're going to be way more into it than somebody that's being like, hey, um, can we sponsor The Rock 1,500? <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's a, norm- a normal thing. And it's yeah. also like, I'm more pretty than you are, right? But, I, well, I don't think you do, and I hope you don't, but you don't judge me <laughs> no, for my level because everyone has their level of mm. sexual experience and emotions on what they've been through in their life. Some people may have had, like, a real fun, awesome journey. Some people may have had a, like, traumatic, hard journey, and some people are in different kind of spaces. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good way to look at it. And it's like you go to, like, some therapist, like, if you're going to a therapist for, like, a mental illness or whatever, mm. and you can go to a, a therapist and they're really strong and stern and blah, 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 and then you're like, oh, because dating a therapist, it's like dating, I think, looking for a therapist. And oh, I think yeah. looking for a sex therapist would be the same. Like it took me four people to find my therapist that I mm. go and talk to because it's you've got to find the right person. The right so there could be someone looking for a sexologist that goes to the person who needs to be the sex worker, that goes to the older dude that like, sleeps with heaps of people and they don't have this, the right approach as the person that's a little bit, you know, safer. Yeah, true. It's that's all about true. how you make that particular person feel oh you're amazing you're amazing no it's what I needed to hear that makes me feel way more solid and I think the other prong of fear that comes in is like this is real now like if this is what I'm gonna do for a living Mm -hmm. I've got to get in there get vulva deep and do it you know your hands dirty literally exactly we're part of me right now wants to stay in my comfort zone be like radio like media works take me back I want to be in radio this is easy you know whereas so many other people couldn't step into this radio realm and do it. It's hard, but to me, it's easy. But sexology right now just seems too hard, too big. Don't want to do it. Fuck that, you know. But the thing is, is that like, how many years have we had the conversation? Like, no shit. How many years have we had the conversation? Like, sitting at my kitchen bench or going for a walk when mm. you're upset because you feel unfulfilled and you're doing, you're go, turning up to a job every day that you're like, you know, you can do it, but it doesn't fulfill you in any way. And like, we looked at, you know, we looked at jobs at charity foundations and we tried <laughs> we to did. like find different things you could do. Now's that moment. Like, now's that moment of mm. you're finally, ju- you've finally jumped off the edge. So you, why swim back when you've already jumped off? <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're more than welcome to, I'm sure that everyone <laughs> would have you to come back. But, like, you've done it. You've done what you've been wanting to do for so long. Mm. So why why not find out what it is? Like, because you might get there and it might not even be that bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be bad for me. But, like, it might, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be that bad. It might not be as bad as you think it is. It's yeah. always bad when you build it up in your head. Mm. That's true. No, I love you. Thank you. I love you too. I hate it when you cry though. Although you have like a really pretty cry face. You're not like a Kim Kardashian who's like, I've got an ugly cry face. It's just, it's terrible. Like when I cry, I'm like, like I look like I'm about to shit myself. (laughs) But you've got like that annoying cry face where your face doesn't go that red and like your, your like tears just glitter down like, like Ariel's, Ariel's dress when she finally gets legs on the little mermaid. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, what, like, let's let's delve into it. Like, yeah. I know you're scared, but what 
like we've been on this massive journey so far and people that have been following it on the podcast, it's been some real up and down moments. But this yeah. is the catalyst. This is what we've been building up for is Byron Bay. Yeah. So what are you going to do there apart from trying to find Liam Hemsworth? <laughs> Because he's single now. Oh, my God, he is. He's single now. He's in Byron Bay at the moment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine if you got to Byron Bay and hook up with Liam Hemsworth. Oh, my God. I can use everything that I've learnt to, like, lure him into my sex pit. Yes. yes. He might like butt stuff. <laughs> he will love butt stuff. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, Liam. okay. Coming for you, boy. Yes, okay. So this is our new goal is to marry <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Take that, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're going to go to – you're flying to Byron Bay tomorrow – and then what happens? Yeah. You're straight to the re- retreat. Retreat. Um, I've got a couple of days in Sydney to see my sister first, which will be really nice to prepare oh, Jesus. myself. Well, good luck with that. Oh, you're going to be, be going in there with a very big hangover. <laughs> Potentially. Um, yeah, so we just, it's a retreat in the bush. Um, we're all staying on site. And honestly, we haven't been given like run sheets or anything. So I don't know exactly what we're in for, but I do know we'll be covering off everything that I've been uh Practicing. Practicing for the last yeah. two months and doing with people and then it's all there and it's a bit more focused and it's a bit more of a drop-in, I guess, like an integration and pulling together of everything we've learnt and then adding different layers to that, I suppose. Yeah. But they've told us, like, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no internet, there's, like, don't be, like, prepared for any kind of work, don't be expecting to do any work or anything afterwards because, yeah. or you don't have You can any, take your phone, though, right? Yeah, but so you don't like, have any downtime or anything. Well, I don't know. But it's Byron Bay, like 20 minutes out in the WAPs, like in the okay. bush. So well, let's just like establish there's a phone there in case <laughs> in case you do get in a situation that you're not comfortable with. You can okay. phone a friend. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just, I guess I'm preparing myself for a bit of isolation and just the unknown, I suppose. Yeah. That is terrifying. <laughs> now I know why you're terrified. That's it. Well, my first thing is just my, I'm going to say it again, I've just said it, is please find some form of communication. Okay. So that, Noted. Thanks. So that if there's something, if you do get in a situation where you're like, holy shit, I need to get out of here, we can get you out of there. Okay. I Thank don't want you, you to be, because I read this book and um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like a, don't worry. Okay. Oh God, don't tell it was a me fictional that. book. It was a fictional book, but people on this retreat got locked into this thing, locked into this room, and then no one could get out. Uh, and that's not going to happen to you. No, no. It's definitely not going to happen to you. No. But I just want to make sure that you can use a phone. Okay. 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 It's going to be fine. Yeah. But yeah. you do have to remember that you can say no to anything. Yes, that's mm. right. And I think there's a lot of learning in that and finding a really totally. strong no for yourself. And well, because how are you going to learn to listen to your clients when they say no if like your tutors won't even listen to you? Yeah. If you're like. Shut up, mate. Just cough. You know? <laughs> yeah. You've got to like, you've got to be able to listen to people's, you know, emotions. Yeah. And I have to remember that this fear stuff is really coming from just a place of the unknown, whereas I'm so pumped about actually doing the real stuff. And like, I have loved the things I've learned so much and I have learned so much and I feel like I've grown so much as a person. And within that study, whilst there are things like the erotic massage where you end up jerking somebody off, nice, you know, which I don't understand the real healing modality wait, 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 of that wait. Yet. You have to do that on the retreat? You have to massage someone and then give them a hand job? Well, that was part of, that's that's actually what I've been doing this week. This has been my somatic inquiry this week. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we'll get back to Byron Bay. <laughs> with Gruff, your boyfriend? Or, um, yeah, I tried to do it with him, but <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I was like, can you breathe like real viciously while I do this move? And he's like, I just want to enjoy the goddamn massage. Yeah. You know? And then I was. So you had to give like a friend a hand job and a massage. Yeah. What? Okay. Meant to do it with a vulva as well. But my girlfriend. 
Is it like, is it, okay, so when does it go from being sexology to being just like sex? Because to me, I'm just like, if you're like giving someone an orgasm, that seems more sex to me than like. Well, you're not, you're ne- the goal is never orgasm, right? So it's about pleasure though, finding pleasure. So do, uh, how are they getting pleasure if they're not getting an orgasm? Well, because it can, it's all the stuff that builds. It's the annoying bit where it's just like, hurry up! Yeah, but that is the thing. Like that's the whole retraining of the mind of what we're trying to do as like right. sex therapists. Really, is to find pleasure in anything that doesn't have to lead to anything. So it's like you know. So when you were doing it, were you telling? So are you allowed to say who the guy mate was? Oh, I didn't do it to a guy mate. I oh. did it to a female mate because oh. the thing is, like, but were you saying is- to her like, don't you bloody? Don't you bloody finish on me? No, because you can. That's the thing, but oh. it's not the goal. Did she? No, because we didn't really end up doing it because I didn't feel comfortable, and I think she was picking up on how I wasn't comfortable, and like I was sort of stroking and doing some techniques that I'd learnt on the vulva of like massage, and it was feeling good for her. Yeah, but it just didn't feel right. It like feels it weird. Was weird. Yeah, because to me, I'm kind of like, man, it sounds more like I'm paying seven dollars for a handjob. <laughs> yeah, or whatever the fee is for a sexologist. Yeah, like I'm just going to pretend something's wrong so that someone will whack me off <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Because I mean, that's yeah. So where so you're gonna have to do that to somebody on, and someone's gonna have to do that to you. Yeah. So how does like and we talked to Gruff in the last episode, but how does he feel about that? Because I would feel very uncomfortable about that. Yeah, I think that's actually where his discomfort comes in, and where right. he can't understand why. And to me, I'm also grappling with that. Yeah. And that is because you don't want to feel like you're cheating. Or damage your relationship because you're doing that. Yeah, exactly. But even more than that, like I'm quite liberal and open. And if I was comfortable in that, I would Would. do it. But it just doesn't feel right to do that to somebody that I'm not sexually attracted to. Or or don't know. Or to be intimate with that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like there's some people on the course that are like, that's the kind of work that they want to be doing as a sexological body worker. Whereas for me, that's not what I want to do. Like I would happily learn all the skills and the techniques that I've learned how to do that in erotic Mm. massage and then teach it to somebody to do on somebody else or to do it on themselves. But you don't want to be like... But I don't doing your nine do or five, five sexy messages a day. No. So right. what do you want to do? Like we, once you get this qualification, what what do you want to do? Like how do you want to put it into practice? Yeah, well, I think what I've discovered that I love the most was like the anatomical stuff, especially of the vulva and vagina. So it's about women for me. It's about supporting them, getting them back in their bodies, reconnecting, finding their pleasure potential. And um, the mapping that I was doing, you know how I told you how I went inside oh, yeah, and sort yeah. of did like it, you treat the vagina like it's a clock face and you go, this is 12 o'clock, this is 3 o'clock, this is 6, this is 9. And you sort of rub it and you see what the sensation are in the different places and like and you even point out from the start like this is your clitoral hood inside is your clitoris this is where the shaft goes right up and the, the clitoris has got legs that go down the side what yeah exactly clitoris is like a goddamn plane <laughs> looks like when a did dinosaur that what yeah it's like a t-rex <laughs> like clitoris is a t-rex yeah, yeah. it's gonna bite you look yeah. out it's amazing you think that would make it easier for people to find well, if it's got two legs and a hat, I mean it's hiding. But um, yeah, I mean I've had some boyfriends and they couldn't find it. <laughs> wow, yep, they need to come and see. Not me. even being a bitch. No, no. Hey, I've been there with you, sister. It's yeah. ridiculous. Jeepers, crap. So yeah, it's a woman's work for me and being um, the connection with the vagina. 
and the education and how incredible our bodies are and things that I've learned for example like I've suffered from quite a few urinary tract infections mm. and which is super common and people are always like you got to wee after sex super common but the thing is that that can actually and I didn't realize this it can cause internal scarring wow and scars in the urethral sponge which is actually the G spot ah, so I thought the G spot was your clit no, so the, oh. the G-spot is actually okay, internal. Okay, one of our producers just said a very descriptive What did she do? Manner. Oh, she's going up. She's going right she's up. Going she knows in, where it is. In and up. There she, she goes. She knows where it is. There she blows. She found it. Her husband's <laughs> been away. Yeah. She's, she's been doing some mapping. <laughs> um, yeah, it's more like a G-crest, you'd say. It's more like a big area of the God, urethral sponge. it pisses me off when people get shapes wrong. <laughs> like... I know, because you know, like how hard is it? We could have been saying G crest this whole time. If yeah. it looks like a crest, it's not a spot. And a spot it's sounds a really elusive and little, right? Yeah. But a crest is a bit more achievable. It's no wonder guys think it's something else because they're looking for some sort of button in there. Yeah, they are. Where this one? Yeah, there, but, there it is. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah. And they're missing. They're missing the crest button. Mm. Um, so within that, if you've got, if you've got minor scarring that's there it can actually affect the pleasure of the G-spot because that's where the urethral lining yeah. is getting scarred which is what your G-spot wow. crest is. So if you've had lots of UTIs it could be affecting your orgasms. Totally and also Jeez. the amazing thing within your body like... How can you fix that? Um, Whack some vitamin A up there? Oh, I don't know about that one. I haven't learned about that. I've learned about castor oil um, and putting that in eternal, internally. What does that do? Um, it it softens and can oh, heal I think that scars. vitamin A does the same thing, right? So it's yeah, yeah. Um, so you can actually do that. So I would be able to do that. Like once I've done my training, ah. you can actually go in and kind of heal that scar tissue. And, That's interesting. Yeah. So, but also scars can travel within the body. A urinary tract infection scar can actually get to the brain. Wow. So it can, yeah, like our bodies are so interlinked, and this is what I've loved learning about, and why it's so important that we're all integrated. We finish on a sex tip. Oh, sorry, sex tip. I got excited because I made up a sex tip song, Put and I'd like you to in. join in. Okay, you ready? What? Sex tip. Sex tip. Okay, Morgan, join in at any point. Sex tip. No, okay, you ruined it. I mean, I didn't see you doing some Grammy Award winning theme song duties. You can't just whip a song on me, mate. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I, just I love did. you. You can. It was great. Now, you've got our sex tip this week, and it's quite a wild one. Well, it's not really that wild, but okay. It's well, I really volleyed you up there for a wild one. <laughs> it's just that um, we got such a great response from actually the first ever sex tip, which was the four minute game where you're yes. alternating stuff. This game, it's kind of a game as well. It's called active receiving, so you actually mm. ask for what you want, and you've got three minutes, and that person consensually will do it to you. So you can be like three minutes, march the rug, march the rug, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But- Stop doing that, touch my boobies. Sharon, please grow up. <laughs> no, is could, that not how could. the game works? The thing is, what if a... I'm indecisive and I start getting something and I realise I've only got three minutes and I want them to move? Well, you can. You can totally yeah, well, that's what do that. Saying. Grow up. But, and but also, is... is it like a good way to practice asking for what you want? Exactly. It's so hard for people to ask for what they want. So, this is a great way. Three minutes, you get it. Boom, switch, set the timer, another three minutes. That person gets to ask for what they want. Well, that is one mighty wild sex tip. Next time we speak to each other, Mm. we will 
have, well, you will have completed your two-week retreat in Byron Bay to become a sexologist. Hang on, wait. Do you graduate there? No, I've oh. still got another module oh, after fuck. that. How many weeks are we doing this podcast? <laughs> as long as a it long takes. A long time. No, oh, shivers. How long is this course? We don't have a goal of orgasm, remember? Oh, yeah. Fuck, we're going to be afraid. It's, <laughs> it's all right. I enjoy seeing you. Um, well, Cute. any last words before you head off? No, I just, um, it actually makes me feel better having like a community of people in this with me together kind of makes me feel better about it, you know? Like, we're in this together. I'm going to report back, guys. I'm going to survive, hopefully. We're all in this together. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. the rest of that song. Hang on, let no. me think of another song that's togetherness. Come together right now. Environment. Oh, why did you come over me? Isn't that better? Yeah, it's very punny. All right, well, Kekaha, have a great time Aww. over in Byron Bay. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Everything must be consensual. And if you think you're in a sex cult, you call Auntie Shaz Dog <laughs> and she'll f- fly on in and get you. And if you hook up with Liam Hemsworth, don't give the exclusive to Women's Day. We <laughs> want that on the podcast. Great publicity for the podcast if you hook up with uh, Liam Hemsworth. Great. Thank you, my darling friend. Thank you for the supportive words. It means a lot. Bon voyage, Morgan <laughs> Ben. Next week on The Trinity Sexologist. We haven't seen each other for two weeks. This is the first time we've seen each other. How was it? Because the last time that we talked to you, you were really upset. Yeah. So we're wearing our bras. This feels very weird. The one time I tried to have sex in a car, I got electrocuted by the the sound system. (laughs) Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. The Trinity Sexologist.